Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Pure Teach. Really excited to share a really good episode with you. We interviewed Nicholas this time around, and Prof Kurgel and I had such a, such a good time with them. It was a lot of fun. But it wouldn't be an episode of We the People if there wasn't some sort of technical problem. And uh, unfortunately, there were a couple of difficulties when Nicholas first joined the call. But uh, they they reconnected, and you know, like the Monty Python guy who was turned into a newt, it got better. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun. We had a really good time chatting with Nick and Alyssa, and we hope you enjoy it too. Yes, it's that time of the month again where We The People returns with a vengeance. And uh, this is Pure Teach, and I'm back again with my wonderful co-hosts. I'm joined across the miles, thanks to the power of technology, with two amazing people. That is the wonderful Dr. Conservative Prof. How are you doing, Prof? Doing very well. Thanks for uh, uh, the introduction. You're very welcome. And I'm also joined, or we're joined, with Kurgul. Hey, Kurgul. Hello, good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the evening for me. We've just, uh, we had a great chat with Nicholas, which is a husband and wife team. And most, I think most people listening know who they are. And we're really excited to share that with you in just a few moments. But we thought we'd uh, catch up and run over a few things first before we dive into that chat. And the, the weeks are racing by. I know the summer vacation is done for you guys over there now in the States. And we've just got a one week left here in Belgium and school starts on the 1st of September. So time is racing by. And uh, how, are you, how have you guys been? Have you, have you had a good summer? Uh, summer has flown by way, way too quickly. Seems like school just got out and now it started again this week. Oh, yeah. But been doing pretty good. Uh, this week has been super, super hot. I think yesterday the high was 102. I only saw it get to 101. Wow. Um, it does have its challenges, but on the upside, I was able to cut back to only one space heater this week. <laughs> uh, we also um, got back from vacation. And I think last time I mentioned that uh, Gizmo and her friend were going to get their nails done. So we did that and everybody got out okay. See, I, I had never... Uh, done any professional nails before, so I had no idea what to expect. And I had some things working against me. I cannot hear well to begin with. There's all the background music and the blowers and stuff. And I'm not familiar with any of the nail lingo. The lady had a very strong, very strong Vietnamese accent. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's hard to believe. I cannot believe that. I, I, I don't know. That's a stretch to me. But that's not all. She was also wearing a mask. So oh, no. I had I had no idea what she was saying. And she kept asking me questions. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. I just smile and nod. So she could have said, you know, I could give her diamond encrusted nails in exchange for her first child. It's like, 
sure, okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but they got the nails done and they had a lot of fun. So it, it, it was worth it, I guess. But yeah, and then we saw Los Alamos. We saw a meteor crater, a few other things there. It was pretty cool. Um, and then we got back and school started. And if everything goes according to plan, tomorrow at this time, we will have a new kitten. Hey, wow. all right. Yeah. Oh. Do you have, oh. I saw I saw Gizmo posted a headline about a kitten name. Yeah. Okay, I get that now. So yeah. do you have a name chosen yet, or do you have to see it first? Cynthia. Um, Cynthia. I, Cynthia Chicken. <laughs> I did I did suggest I said, well, what are you gonna name her Cynthia? And but uh she has a few, and then um I think some of the suggestions kind of inspired her for some more names. So she has a few, but I told her probably won't know until she actually sees it because we've just yeah. seen, seen photos. But I told her a few weeks ago when we started looking for one, I said, you know, the cat's name is going to be Rookie. <laughs> but she she said, no, that can only be the nickname. So, okay. so we'll, we'll see. Well, that'd be, that would be a new one on the forum, Rookie Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Rookie Husband. And- yeah. yeah, Rookie Kitten. Rookie wife. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there will be many rookie cat uh, headlines. Rookie kitten throws up on a convenient place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, like there's one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you a question, Kurgle. Yeah. When you were at the nail shop, did any of the ladies working there go, pick color now? Did they say that really la- uh, loud and fast? Pick color now. Not that I remember, but see, the the girls had, they found a a picture online of what they wanted their nails to look like. So they just showed her the picture and then she just started and was asking me stuff as she went along. So my wife was telling me a story of a place she went to, shockingly also run by Vietnamese. (laughs) And I think that's a law. I think you have, if you're Vietnamese, you have to run a nail salon. But she would joke and say, they they kept telling me to pick my color now because they were all about the speed and getting people through. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was the joke. And then, of course, they wear masks because of the fumes. Um, just oh, all yeah. The fumes. That, yeah. Yeah. I so, can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Were they double masked with a face shield as well? That's the- yeah. There you go. With the face shield. Oh, man. No, they, they did not have a face shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. And uh, and Prof, how have you been? Because I uh, I understand you had to, I know you ran a joke bias uh, some episodes ago. Yes, in anticipation, yes, I did for a very important speech that you had to give recently. How did that go? It went well. Um, so consolation prize, which is you know not that great of a prize when you win faculty of the year. Actually, you do get a you get a thousand dollars. So I, I'll take that Ooh. all day. Wow. Um, but but um, you have to then give a roughly a five minute talk at convocation, which was Thursday, which we're recording this on a Friday. So it was yesterday. And I had run a joke by a few people and um, the joke went basically, uh, I would turn to the president of our school and um, say, hey, I feel like right now in front of the group and the audience is the rest of the full-time faculty, our staff and our our freshmen are required to go. And there'll be a few other students there too, but most of the freshmen. That's about 300 students, um, and then in total about 400 people. And so um, I, I look at them, and I turn to or to my right where the president is, and I say, right now I feel like this is a good time to make a confession, if that's okay. And I mention his name, and basically I said, I made the mistake in my first year here of saying that, telling my students that bacon is always the answer. And so to be true to my statement, I had to give 
students um, an A for every class because for every exam I gave them, they always wrote down bacon as the answer. So, and that did get a good laugh, and and uh, so they thought it. Was there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that um, about that speech is, um, you know, so I've known about this for four months, right? And so I always tell my students, don't leave anything to the last minute. Well, guess what I did? I left everything to the last minute. So about um, eight o'clock Wednesday night, I'm like, pedal to the metal here because I got to give deliver this thing at 10 a.m. the next morning. And so, um, you know, I had a lot of ideas in my head that had been percolating there for a while. And I just began to write. I just opened up my a Word document and started typing just bullet points of ideas that I had. And then I thought, why not let the forum help me with this? So I actually made a headline pitch about um, what would you want me to talk about? And I'm going to give a major shout out to two users in particular. First of all, a lot of people gave me really good advice, some very funny advice, you know, stuff that is tongue in cheek and you really couldn't use, which is awesome. I totally expect that. And, and I'd be disappointed if I didn't get that. Um, but uh, two people in particular, dang it, Kyle and Mr. Sender, I used material from both of you. So I just want to shout that out. Right. Um, dang it, Kyle gave me a really long list of things. Um, in one post or in one comment, he probably had half a dozen things. I used about um, five, five of those maybe. Um, and Mr. Sender just talked about God always being in control. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to end it on that. Actually, I get to give a shout out to 10-ton BP also, who um, I'm going to paraphrase the line without having it right in front of me at the moment. We know that God loves us because he gave us bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, 10-ton BP, because I did use that comment also. Whenever um, the faculty come up and do these. Um, the, the school wants us to relate to our own personal experiences and how that might benefit students. And we always have a theme for the school year. So like um, last year's, it was resilience. This year it was transformation. And so my only, the only marching orders I was given was try to do something that talks about transformation. So I just use that uh, to talk about my personal transformation. Uh, both as a Christian. And then I used to suffer from anxiety really, really bad. Um, more high school, early college. So it's been a while, thankfully. Uh, I've definitely gotten over that. But I didn't get over that by myself. Um, that was a lot of faith and prayer and things like that. So I talked about that. Uh, I gave a story to my to the this group that I gave to my students a while ago. And so this is about a year ago in a business strategy class that I taught. We were talking about the rate of change in technology. And the example I was using is how we listen to music in our vehicles, right? So back in the day, you might have had just an AM or FM radio, just AM radio to begin with, an AM, FM radio. Well, then if things have progressed um, to today where um, everything's digital, you can have satellite, you can um, use Bluetooth, mm -hmm. connect your phone and stream any music that you normally stream to your, your vehicle, all those kinds of things. So I, I brought up to my students, my very first vehicle that I drove when I was in high school uh, was a 1977 GMC Jimmy, the classic burnt orange with white, really cool looking vehicle. Nice. And I told my students I had an eight track player in it. Well, of course, to a bunch of 20 year olds, you might as well be speaking <laughs> Chinese, right? So I got the blank stare, eight track player. I mean, this, none of them said anything. They just, they just looked at me like, you know, if the, if the, if eyes can say OK Boomer with just by a look without saying it, that's what I got back. I got the OK Boomer look. So I made a kind of a, a long joke about 
um, under transformation that somehow my students thought I've transformed into a boomer. Um, I said, I'm a proud Gen Xer. Um, that's my generation. You have these sometimes in a class, you remember just certain things will always stick with you. And it was me telling the story about what an eight track player is. And the students just give me this complete blank stare. I mean, just absolutely like, what are you talking about, old man? You know, so anyway. <laughs> I never had any eight tracks, but I remember cassettes very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you told a student today what a mixtape is, again, you probably get that deer in the headlight look from them too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I know that we got um, for uh, Christmas, we got Gizmo a boombox. It has um, a cassette tape, uh, oh, yeah. a deck in it. And Retro. of course, she, she didn't know what to do with that. And we got her some <laughs> blank some blank tapes. And I, and I said, oh, you can make a mixtape. And she just looked at me and... <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I said, well, you can, you know, it's a mix. And, oh, but then she knew after she thought about it for a minute, she knew what I was talking about um, because she's seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right, uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yes. so then she thought it was cool. Awesome mix, volume one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, and speaking of speaking of naming your cat, so I've got a story about naming a dog. So um, we are going to get a dog it you know the parents exist the dog has not been conceived yet but my wife and i have had these long conversations about what the dog's name should be and essentially what i realized i had to do to make sure i do get the dog i had to basically give up naming rights of the dog to her so she's already <laughs> named the dog and the name she's chosen at the, as of this moment in time and because she's a woman, I know she may change her mind, so I'm not going to lock her into this. Is the name? Yeah, exactly. Is the name River? River. So that's the name she's looking at right now. So, Happy me. I and I told her it has to have either one or two syllables. I said no more than two syllables because I'm the one hunting with it. Like we can't name a dog after an, a town in in Wales. You know, I can't do that <laughs> because I would never be able to get that many syllables out in time to give it a command or call it back to me. Um, so I said, the only rule is it has to be two syllables. And she was okay with that. So so you could, right, as of right now, that's the name. You yeah, could call like it, it. Uh, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. <laughs> Vivek. How about Vivek? I'll just call it Vivek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Trump? Or Trump. Yeah, there you go. Let me tell you something. That would be the greatest hunting dog <laughs> in the history of hunting dogs. The greatest. Nobody's dog would be better. Oh, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So it went well anyway, Prof, your speech. Oh, it went great. Um, I was, you know, from 8 o'clock Wednesday night till literally I walked into the auditorium at 10 a.m. Besides sleeping, that's all I was doing. That's all I thought about and all that I did. And you're, it's very intimidating being in front of your peers, especially faculty. We're all dressed up in our, you know, our fancy robes, all that stuff. And so having them in the front row, there's two rows of, of faculty in front of me there, and you're on stage, and that's really, really intimidating. Um, but, you know, I prayed a lot about it for, for, you know, just that peace of mind and stuff like that. And I, I got that within 30 seconds of being up there. And before you knew it, I knew it was over and I had to wrap it up. And um, several people afterwards either through email or telling me in person said how much they liked it so i would say probably 10 people or so made a point to specifically 
find me in person or email me and say, uh, tell me how much they enjoyed it. So um, I was very thankful for that. So it made me feel really good. So cool. congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. My wife watched it last night. I said, I don't want you to watch it near me though. I said, I want you to watch it the first time <laughs> in a different room without me. And so she did that and she liked it. So, so I just wanted to watch it without me. And now I don't care if she watches it um, with me, but anyway. Well, you're giving all these shout outs to the people that helped you in, in your headline. But uh, the question I'm wondering is, did, did you use my suggestion? Remind me what it was. I don't know if I remember. <laughs> I just, I just commented and said bum fuzzle. Oh, no, I did not use that word at all. I did not. <laughs> you have to know your audience, Tish. You have to know the audience. So in in Belgium or Great Britain, maybe that would have been an okay word. I was a little afraid that maybe that's actually a swear word. And you're just you're completely fooling us over here in the States, thinking that's just a normal word that everybody says. So I was a little worried that the back of my mind, maybe that's actually a bad word over overseas. So not really. I'm just kind of joking about that. But no, I did not use the word bum fuzzle at all. <laughs> oh, sad not good sad not good yeah <laughs> well one thing i forgot to talk about or we forgot to talk about is um since uh our last recording together kurgle you've uh, featured on another podcast oh yep yep jay baker had me on that that was fun i really enjoyed the interview and um so hopefully people like it oh i enjoyed yeah. listening i enjoyed listening <laughs> thank Kurgle. you it was, it was great it was really good, and if, if uh, any, anyone listening, if you haven't if you haven't tuned into that, then just go to the podcast section, scroll down under "We the Beeple." You'll see the Beeple's testimony by Jay Baker. Make sure you subscribe to that, and you'll see it there. Uh, episode number four, Kurgle, and she shares a testimony, and it was uh, it was really good. But um, we did we did wonder Kurgle at, at at one point if it could be if it was a little bit pro- problematic because I, I wondered if at one point uh, if you were preaching. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Only female subscribers are allowed to listen to it. There you go. That solves there. the problem. <laughs> I identified as a woman when I listened to it for that yes. 45 Sorry. minutes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that I did, but I did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, problem solved. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. There's a headline in there somewhere. There is. For sure. <laughs> Mega church female pastor advises congregation to identify as women. There anyway, you go, <laughs> something like that. But no, in all seriousness, it was a it was a very good uh, it was a very good interview. And uh, oh, thank yeah. you. Okay, Pure Teach, what have you been up to? Uh, well, not loads actually. Uh, there's just been loads of stuff going on here to try and get done before a school starts again. And um, I had an exam. Uh, recently, on my birthday as well, which was uh, happy birthday. Thank you, happy <laughs> birthday, goat scream. <laughs> oh dear! So uh, I've turned forty-three. So I'm, holy uh, cow, you're old. I'm old. <laughs> I, I, I Says saw, the guy I, older than you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a memory come up on Facebook from many years ago, and it said uh, that I was desperately holding on to my 20s. Oh, funny. I would love to be in that position again. Because yeah. you know, when you turn 30, you think, oh, no, this is so old. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's not. And I look just back at- Just a young pup. Yeah. I, just, I look back at photos, even from two or three years ago, and I'm like, oh, my beard was so nice and 
brown. It wasn't gray. <laughs> now it's just I've got gray everywhere. So oh well. So did you at least get five bonus points on your exam for it being your birthday? I didn't mention it actually to the uh, to the tutor that was overseeing the exam. It was a very small exam. There was only three of us there, uh, but uh, I think it went well. Our results should be made known soon. So, um, but. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, we've just been uh, we trying trying to fit in a few fa- activities as a family. We went for a nice bike ride, which there's some lovely because Belgium is very flat where I live, so cycling is very popular. Um, so we took a bike ride to um, probably about the equivalent of what 15 miles one way, so quite far for us anyway. <laughs> and uh, we had a lovely time. We went to a, near, a, a nearby domain where it's beautiful walks and lots to do and uh, met up with my in-laws who came by car and uh, yeah we had a really good time that was lovely and um, had a bit much nicer weather the last few weeks and so kids have been in the pool a little bit more which is nice and uh, yeah just trying to think about how we can enjoy the last few days before September 1st when everyone goes back to school that's that's about it in the teach household it's not anything majorly exciting and then it's all back into the uh the trudge of uh, the normal school year i suppose yay yay <laughs> insert unenthusiastic cheer <laughs> well i had to teach a class in person for the first time a couple of days ago and that about killed me so i'm I'll getting back on the swing of things here too so i have to say prof i've really enjoyed your beautiful photos that you've been posting on not the oh, Bee, good. Which i, I yeah. presume they're from your fishing expeditions yes they are Yep. Yeah, that's been really nice to see. So Yeah, I've seen a thank few. You. They're, they're real you. pretty. I mean, it's, it's techni- I think you guys are saying that it's the fall already, but I think it's really, it's still summer really, isn't it? It's summer. Like, yeah. like Kurgle said, um, 100, it was, I've got the same heat that she's got. There's this, it's called a heat dome, which apparently they, they label things like that so that we know that we have to, you know, succumb to global warming and do all the things that, that they, our global overlords want us to do. But um, it's also called weather. It's also called August. It's also called summer all at the same time. But um, yeah, that park itself kind of over a big chunk of the Midwest because uh, Nicholas talked about how hot it was too yeah. uh, for them in uh, where they are. And it was it covered a big chunk of the middle of the country. And so we had that really high heat coupled with big humidity like um, like you, you walk outside and you feel like you can just cut the air with a knife. It's so humid. Yeah. The humidity is, it's the worst. All your, um, windows in your house are kind of fogged up a little bit. And when you're inside in your conditioning and you walk outside, your glasses fog up. Yeah. We've had that going on the last couple of days, but, uh, for where I live, um, in January and February, it'll be 20 below a few days. So we'll just remember wow. these days then. So what is that in centigrade? No idea. Very cold. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Why would I want to know some other countries' measuring <laughs> temperature? That's like minus. Yeah, okay, well, that's pretty close actually. <laughs> minus twenty-eight centigrade. <laughs> Conspiracy theory with Kurgle. The truth is out there. Okay, I have a conspiracy theory about autocorrect. Have hmm. either of you ever had trouble with it? Oh yes. Yeah. Who, who hasn't had trouble with autocorrect? Yeah. <laughs> well, lately, mine's been acting really weird. And at first, I thought it was a coincidence. So I, I thought about bringing it up in the last episode, but I thought, nah. But since then, it's just 
just continued to get weirder and weirder. So um, not long ago started whenever I would say you're welcome to someone in the forum, my autocorrect would change it to you're welding. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's kind of weird. So I thought, since when are there so many welders in the forum? What are they up to and why didn't they invite me? <laughs> but, you know, I thought, yeah, that's just, that, that's fine. But then it just kept getting weirder. So my autocorrect started whenever I would say, you're welcome, it would change it to your suicide. I'm not Ooh. kidding. <laughs> that's weird. So, yeah, after that, I knew something had to be up. And I began to worry, well, is, does somebody in the forum have dirt on Hillary? Oh, yeah. So, mm. Yeah. So um, I know everybody listening can't see it, but I have my whiteboard here. And I stayed up all night trying to connect the dots. I even had, I ran, ran out of string, so I had to go buy more. But <laughs> I finally figured it out. Okay, so stay with me. Someone has been hacking into my autocorrect. Mm for some secret warning. And I thought, well, who would have access to my phone? Obviously FBI. But then mm. I thought, well, why would the FBI be trying to warn Babylon B subscribers? And it just doesn't sound like them. So it's only one conclusion we can, we can get out of this. Rookie FBI agent Jeff Larson is real. <laughs> he has to be. He's hacking into my autocorrect because he knows that he only has a limited time before he becomes a veteran and is a corrupted FBI agent. So he's using all his resources to get a warning to the people. So listen carefully. If any of you listening are welders and you have dirt on Hillary Clinton, <laughs> find Jeff Larson. He's your only hope. I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think this is real. So that's where I'm at with this one. This is too believable. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how it could be otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I was waiting for the culprit to be your cat. Your cat's hacking into your phone. Because cats are like that. Yeah. But but uh, our, our cat doesn't care. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. She, she would never go through the trouble. <laughs> she wouldn't go through the trouble. <laughs> try to hack into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> We have a lazy cat. Does it just lays around? Does it try to hack into phones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, who's who's a bit of a who's a bit of a genius on on the on the forum and could be up for some shenanigans? I think Little Jedi is quite technically uh, adept. Adapt. Yes, the right word. Yes, he is. Yes. Well, there we have it. People, you heard it here first. Watch the autocorrect and report any suspicious activity to not the FBI. Well. Jeff, Jeff Larson is the FBI, but he's not corrupted yet. He's he's still too new. He's still a, yeah. he's still a rookie. Yeah. Okay, so we have a new feature in the forum. Um, I know development is always constantly working really hard to um, listen to us and to make improvements in the forum. So the newest thing is the golden update. I'm sure everybody's seen them. Um, I've I've used it several times myself. So a conservative or doctor conservative prof, would you <laughs> care to explain? Sure, I will explain. <laughs> I will explain. Um, so the golden update, a prestigious feature that empowers users to cast their vote for the best headline submitted to the forum each day. 
you basically have 10 of those per day, which is actually quite a few. I've never used my 10 because um, you have to be more intentional about using it. Like if you go to your notifications, you can't – it's easier just to like something on your notifications. So you actually have to kind of go to the headline itself to, get, to give it the golden up to. So you have to be pretty intentional about it. But um, basically giving being given that award from a fellow user um, is really meant to acknowledge the headline significance. Um, but it also should be something fairly special. And hopefully what the powers that be at the B will do is they will try to look at those to see if uh, there's something worth publishing there. So um, I probably average two or three a day, some days more, some days less. Some days I'm just simply forgetting. Some days I'm just um, just not thinking about it. But um, if for me, my rule of thumb is that I chuckle out loud, right? If I read that and chuckled out loud, then I generally going to say, okay, I better give that the golden up to. Um, so if you click on the forum and just click on the hamburger button on the right and click on forum, um, you'll see one of the menu options that is called updates. So you click on the updates and that is all the golden updates that have been given out recently. So it's kind of cool how that works. They are ranked in order of likes, um, but to hit that page, you have to be been given a golden update from from somebody. Um, somebody's had to give them that the golden update. So it's a really cool list. Then you can see um, what the other people think is funny, and that might be different than what is in the trending. So if you click on trending and they click on either 24 hours or the seven-day option, you'll see different headlines than what's on the updates. So some will be the same for sure. But you'll you'll also see um, some other ones. So just want to make sure everybody uh, is aware of that and knows that. And it's a pretty cool feature. So thank you, Dan Dillon and the developers for creating that and kind of hearing us too. I, I really feel like that was one that they they were trying to figure out a way to um, find good headlines for the for the B staff. And I think that's a really good idea. So shout yeah. out to them for that. Absolutely, it is actually because I've had some backwards and forwards with one of the developers. Uh, on the B, because uh, it is possible to not just like but react to headlines straight from your notifications. Certainly mm -hmm. on my phone mm -hmm. um, and on the on the browser version as well. And for some reason, there was a bug whereby, and I think there still is, whereby some users' headlines, when you click the react, the golden updates wasn't available. Yeah, and others it was, which is quite strange. And that shouldn't be the case. You should be able to golden update. Every every notification you see, if you want to, so they are working on that just in case people have noticed the same and wonder what's going on. But um, yeah, we'll be as we've said already, we'll be chatting to Nicholas' uh, husband and wife team in a few moments, and uh, they're. Um, I was pleased to hear on their latest Dootcast, which dropped on Wednesday, they've started reading out uh, the top updates. Uh, as mm -hmm. well, which is really, which is really nice, and there's a there's a real variety on there. It's not always the same users. You get some, uh, uh, you get some users that you don't always see in the top trending list. So it's a nice way of of seeing good, good quality headlines that uh, that have been valued uh, by uh, certain people in the in the headline forum. And um, Prof, I don't think I've ever received a golden update from you. So that means, by your own admission, that you're not laughing out loud at my headlines. Oh no. <laughs> Oh dear! Did I just get you. called out? Oh, 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 oh! I am currently doing search 
on the website, typing in pure tige uh, in this said website, and frantically looking for a headline of somebody named Pure Tige uh, to Golden Updute. Hey, there's one about 4D chess. Trump has prison pl- plans tattooed over his body. That is hilarious. I'm giving that a Golden Updute as we speak. There it is. You now have a Golden Updute. I'm pleased I can use this platform for, for self-promotion. <laughs> Actually, that was saw, really funny. That was, that's a really yeah, good one because the photo makes too. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, we we watch Prison Break. Yes, is that I know that show. Yeah, yeah. so yes, yeah. yeah, that's the so, reference. That's the reference. Yeah, that, that's what I figured. But yep. yeah, so so I, I immediately got it. It was pretty funny. So n- now you can expect uh, golden updates every day from conservative Doctor Conservative Prof. Until, <laughs> yeah, until he forgets. <laughs> until which might be tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, and again, that's one of those headlines where the image helps. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of images and headlines and updates, uh, Mr. Sender's uh, headline is at the top of the update page at the moment. Elijah opens his birthday present and there's a picture of my first fire. Explore the wonders of fire lighting. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the archives of We The People, I think it was November last year, if I'm not mistaken, Prof, you can correct me, but uh, we interviewed Dissidente Redactico, which was a really, really fun conversation. And uh, one of the things I remember Dissidente was, was talking about was from his, uh, from his history in writing billboard advertisements, he's really, really keen on snappy and, and punchy headlines, as, as a, I remember him saying at the time, keep it pithy, keep it short, quick, snappy. So I know that's always been his, his passion. And um, you know, not, not everyone in the, the headline forum follows that, that format. And particularly if we're posting things for, let's, let's say internal use, you know, you want to post a headline to congratulate somebody or goof off or just say something, you know, it's probably not going to get pu- published. But um, Dissidente posted a headline, Word Count Sweet Spot, an analysis of published headlines. And uh, Dissidente has taken this passion really just to kind of follow in Veltzbotto's footsteps for those that remember him. and. Uh, geek out a little bit and 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 apply some math and science uh, science to the headline forum and uh, really just to give us a bit of insight and wisdom as to the the sweet spot in in terms of headline length and uh, what we should be thinking of looking at and the sort of headlines that are published and taken notice of from the forum uh, prof i think you had a little bit more insight onto that onto that didn't you i did um i read through uh what he wrote pretty clear carefully and pretty closely. And uh, just something he mentions here in one of the comments to his headline, he, and then he, what he did is he did a survey of 60 top headlines. He calls them the 60 greatest hits of five pages um, of headlines. And so these must be, and he didn't, he did not describe exactly what that meant. Greatest hits. If it was the top 60, like if you go to the various choices you can in the forum, like, it possibly these were the top 60 published or the top 60 um, that have made it to the top. I'm not sure. But anyway, he what he deems the top 60 greatest hits. So the stats are average word count, 12, 12 words, shortest, six words, um, highest, 21. So basically that sweet spot is probably between six and 21 words. He gave some examples of short that were published or uh, 
Joel Osteen tests negative for Christianity. It's a very good one. Um, <laughs> and Starbucks unveils new satanic holiday cups. Also a very good one. Um, he also gave an example of a 21-word headline. Bibles pulled from shelves for outdated idea that all humans are of one race and made in the image of God. So that's a longer one. These are all published, by the way. So um, he also then went to his own. So he's got 20 published, which I did not realize he had 20. So shout out to Dissidente. That's impressive. Yeah. And so for his published headlines, the average word count is 12.2. Shortest is eight words. Uh, his eight-word headline is this, San Francisco's homeless hurl feces at zoo monkeys, which is hilarious. <laughs> and then his longest published head headline is 17 words, military having trouble finding recruits who hate their country but are still worth dying for it or are still willing to die for it. So I thought that was pretty good too. So um, so he's he, himself, um, his published headlines are right in that sweet spot too. And he did make a big point of this. When we interviewed him, when he was our guest on on the podcast, he really made a big mm. point of that. So yeah. um, he did a really good job of describing that. So I would just say, look up Dissidente's headlines, go and take a look at it. He also made an infographic. And yes. I posted that infographic on the We the People uh, public group on Not the Bee. And it's a really good infographic. It's, you know, describing an infographic on a podcast probably isn't necessarily the most exciting thing to listen to, but <laughs> I'll let you find that on your own and take a look at it. But he did a really good job. He's got high, high, high uh, skills when it comes to Photoshop and doing these things. So um, take a look at that. There's some really good um, things to learn about publishing a headline by uh, reading through this. And if a guy's got 20 published headlines, he's doing something right. So I think it's worth listening and reading through all of that um, from him. So shout out to Dissidente. Uh, I'm sure it took some time to go through and do that, but really well done um, and very helpful and useful for everybody. Yeah. And uh, what was what was very funny following that, I know I'm, I'm guessing it may be Israel's fault because Israel actually tagged Kyle Mann, uh, the editor-in-chief himself, in, that, uh, in the conversation there. And later on, if you scroll down, Kyle actually commented, which is very rare for Kyle to comment on a, on a headline. And he said, I will publish a 29-word headline today. <laughs> and uh, sure and enough, and he did. The <laughs> headline today, India accused of faking moon landing photo featuring Bollywood dancers, an astronaut on a tiger, a man riding a rocket narrowly escaping explosion as he backflips onto lunar surface. It <laughs> has to be probably the long, longest Babylon B headline. So that was fun just to see Kyle do that. Um, kind of a, a nice nod to the forum. So thanks very much, Kyle. And the, and the irony of that headline, which is what makes it hilarious, so good job, Kyle, is that that is a published headline uh, and credit's been given to the treadmill. And the treadmill followed all the rules. The treadmill wrote this, Bollywood successfully creates Indian moon landing. A six-word headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that headline this morning before I even saw um, Dissidente Redacticos, and I, I thought it was yeah. a pretty funny headline. So yeah, Absolutely. I, I can yeah. see why it got chosen. Yeah, so a six-word headline following <laughs> the rules or the guidelines that Dissidente set up, short, to the point, gets the joke, lands it, and Kyle, out of fun, um, turned that into a 29-worder, which is awesome. It's opposite how it usually is, because usually you have this big, grand idea, and- mm -hmm. 
if you ask for help or whatever, you say, okay, well, you need to, you need to cut it back, cut some words right. out, condense it. Okay. Now the time you've all been waiting for, um, coming up, we are talking to, oh, I guess not the one and only Nicholas, the two and only Nicholas. So, um, so enjoy. We had a great conversation. Here's Nicholas. So Prof Kurgel and I are really excited to be sitting down today together with two very, very special guests who the community has got to know and love. It's not really been that long, but it feels a lot longer. It feels like they've been part of us now for forever. And uh, we couldn't imagine life without them. It is, of course, husband and wife duo, Nicholas. Welcome to We The People. Thanks for having us. This is exciting. We're looking forward to getting to know you guys better. As we were just saying off air, it's really cool to put a face to a name and see you both here in the person, in, in, in the flesh. And, I wish uh, it was in person instead of on the computer, but we'll, we'll take what we can get, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have a question. Which one of you is Nick and which one of you is Alyssa? <laughs> in this day and age, you actually have to ask that, don't you? <laughs> True. It's not like it used to be. <laughs> Let's just start by giving our pronouns and uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank no, goodness I've it. never had to do that. Knock on wood. Yeah. Somewhere. And we were just commenting before we hit record that uh, it, it, you've got a nice professional setup there with the awesome podcasting mics and also the uh, the bookshelf behind you, which always makes you look intelligent when you're doing a podcast. It is a a much needed accessory, which I'll have to get installed <laughs> here instead what of the boxes. And... Is the laundry behind us? It makes them look even smarter is what I want to say. So <laughs> I haven't read any of them though. So <laughs> Oh, well, they're just there for show. We all know that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Are they all books or are there any DVDs or even a, is that a VHS or is that just a very thick book I can see? It's a really yeah. thick book. Oh, yeah. I think there are a couple of VHS behind me, but oh. I don't know that you can tell over here. <laughs> they're mostly books though. <laughs> Excellent. So I think uh, everyone listening probably already knows a lot about you guys. I mean, you're very, like I just said, you're very, very active on the forum. Uh, it's been great having you on the forum and it's not been that long, has it? When did you, uh, when did you first join? I was like nine, nine months ago, 10 months wow. ago. Oh. Yeah, I think our profile says that we first joined in September of last year. But we also mm. weren't super active for the first three months no, either. We weren't posting for the first couple of months that we were on not really engaging either hmm. and then one day we just were like hey we should be a part of this well it actually all started on our uh, vacation we were driving down and i said hey there's a community podcast we should listen to it we the people so we listened to your first one on the way down yes and then we're like this is pretty cool we should we should do more with this this is a lot of fun so that, that's kind of actually what kicked us off and got us started in this whole thing i have oh, very vivid memories of driving through the hills of west virginia listening to you guys talking and so to be here right now recording is pretty wild. It's pretty fun. Wow. Well, it's great to I have you on. I'm honored. Yeah. It's nice to hear. But I mean, you guys are the podcast professionals, of course. Uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit, of, for those that might not know, tell us about uh, All Talk No Jeans. Well, it's just our, it's an outside podcast for, you know, it's separate from uh, the Babylon Bee completely. And we just talk about stuff that we would normally talk about anyway. It's kind of our little outlet to talk about life in the Midwest and the craziness of the world as it comes and uh, make fun of everything that we possibly can. <laughs> can I tell you Even what I yourself. like about all talk, no jeans? 
Because yeah, I, sure. I, I probably haven't listened to every episode, but I've caught quite a few, especially the last couple of months for sure, is so my, my sons are on their own. They're, they're grown. They've, they fled the coop. Um, but it reminds me a lot of what it was like to have little ones. And that's what I enjoy mm-hmm. about it the most is the stories you guys mm-hmm. tell about um, your children. Um, at, I think roughly five and two of their ages or something like that. Um, yeah. That's what I like the most for sure. I just like to hear about what you guys are doing. So I find that interesting and it just gives me a lot of good memories and flashbacks. Oh, good. I'm glad that we can do that. Cause it's sometimes it feels like we're yelling into the void Yeah. cause there's so many podcasts <laughs> and there's so yeah, much sure. content you can be consuming, but yeah. it's always good to hear from people who are like, I really enjoy it. So that's what keeps us going. I have to confess, I haven't listened to as many as, as prof has, but uh, certainly since the B weekly went away, with the exception of, uh, I saw a new episode dropped uh, very recently, actually, which was fun. We'll talk, maybe talk about that later. But um, there's definitely a podcast void to fill. So I, I did uh, slip in one or two episodes recently and uh, really enjoyed it. It's good to hear you guys going backwards and forwards together. <laughs> it's good fun. Sounds like, you have a, sounds like you have a really happy marriage. We do. Our anniversary is actually next week. Yeah. Hey, oh, congratulations. Cool. How many years? Eleven. Wow. Wow. So yeah, young. Yeah, we got married young. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, my wife and I will celebrate our 20th in October. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, uh, oh, where's that, where's that gone? And I think, uh, Kurgle, are we allowed to say on air? Sure. Was it 25 <laughs> you're celebrating now? Yeah, 25. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. It goes so fast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So I remember when our children were first born, a, a lot of more experienced parents would come to us and say, enjoy this time all you can. It goes so quickly. And when you're in the middle of it with the diapers and, and the, the sleepless nights, you, you just think, yeah, what? Yeah, right. Okay. You know, this <laughs> yeah. is, is going to be the rest of my life now. And, and one day feel, it's like, it's like the word of God says, what is it? A, a, a day is like a thousand years to the Lord. And mm-hmm. it kind of, kind of feels like that when you've got uh, small children. Um, but my my youngest is now, he's just turned nine and my oldest is just turned 15. Um, so mine are growing up so, so fast. And, and so it is good to, it's good to be reminded of what, what it was like. Cause you do forget, I think you do forget that very quickly, what it's like to have small children. Uh, so it has been fun checking up on, on your podcast and, uh, and hearing, uh, some of the shenanigans and the things that, uh, and just how cute and funny kids can be. Oh, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you have Maddie. a segment on your podcast where, and you have to forgive me, I've, I've forgotten the name of your child. Addie. <laughs> Is yeah. it Addie's Corner? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. She comes in and uh, she likes to say, hey, can we, can I do an episode of Addie's Corner? So we literally just turn the microphones on and just let her go. And sometimes I have to do a ton of editing to make it like even a cohesive conversation. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you talk to a five-year-old, they don't think linear, you know, they think in just whatever random order that makes sense to them but it's so much fun and it's kind of like a little time capsule for us too we can go back and listen to a year later and i I figure you know if Mm -hmm. we do this for another who knows lord willing maybe another 10 years we can kind of chronologically go back and and talk like oh this is addy when she was five Mm -hmm. years old and Mm -hmm. we get to listen to her and talk to her i don't know it's just really cool to me that's That's awesome yeah that's great. Yeah, time does go by so, so fast. And this is a warning, especially to you, Alyssa. When um, 
when Gizma was born, you know, I had the reputation of never crying at anything. <laughs> and my family would make fun of me because I wouldn't even cry at old yeller. Oh, <laughs> that's but, always the way that they gauge it. Yeah. Yeah. But even when she was a baby and toddler, everything, you know, I would not cry. But the minute she hit her uh, freshman year in high school and all of a sudden it's like, okay, there's only three more years of this, two more years of this. Mm. Everything's a countdown. I'm pathetic. I cry at everything now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> It does not get easier. <laughs> Great. <laughs> as hard as it is in those moments to to truly appreciate it, you know, I can think of many times where we've turned to each other and just said, you know, we're never going to forget this, mm. the good and the bad, right? And the, the favorite one is the puking story. <laughs> and if you guys listen to that episode of the podcast, it's hysterical, but it's very dramatic. And I just turned to Alyssa and I said, this has got to be one of the funniest things that's ever happened to us, but it is so terrible in the moment that... <laughs> It was like something out of a movie a happened yeah. in our house. It was so funny. But anyway, I digress. I, I, I think most parents probably have a puking story. Are we oh, certainly, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, yes. ch I'm chuckling here because we've, yeah, I've got one as well. <laughs> <laughs> our daughter likes to be like, hey, mom, remember that time that this happened? I'm like, of course I remember. <laughs> it's terrible. I get to take that to my grave. Thank you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, we've got people on the forum at all life stages and uh some people either even in their 70s i think was it using looney tunes is just celebrated 75 75 that's that's amazing yeah. so and then you guys i'm not gonna try and guess but i'm guessing you're in your 30s mm -hmm. yeah yes okay phew <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't have cared either way honestly <laughs> we're not we're not offended yeah I'm not going to say I'm not going to say where in your 30s, but um, I'm kind of getting to the age now. I appreciate it when people think I'm younger. I used to get very offended when people would think I was younger than than I was, and now I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Even if they say, oh, you don't look a day over 42, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that's that's now a compliment. <laughs> I have a real quick story. When Gizmo was four years old, we went to like a, a one of those. Um, science museums for kids that have all the stuff and there's this big playroom uh house there and we just let her go play and a few minutes later she came back she was all upset and she said well there are some kids being mean to me and we thought well what what did they do they said she said well they they asked me if i was three and i told them no i'm four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome oh that's great uh... so it starts that early huh yes <laughs> But it does go fast and um, it, it reminds me as well. I think when you when your children get older, you, you can look back and think, yeah, it's so important to be intentional. And uh, even at a young age, you've got to start in particularly if you, if you want to raise your kids in the faith. You guys know this as well. You, you've got to be intentional. It doesn't happen by itself. And uh, you've, you've got to think in the long term and invest in them. And uh, yeah, one of the things we've always done with our with our particularly our girls is try and think longer term even when they were little it's like okay one day they're going to be married who are they going to marry and i i get now at a younger age to have a say in that and um i've always tried to invest the idea that hey when it's time look for a godly man somebody who loves jesus who who loves the the bible 
And, uh, you know, when they're, when they're little, they're like, oh, dad, why are you telling us that? But <laughs> they, they still remember that. And they, and I know that's a value that's instilled in them. And like it says, you know, train a child in the way, the way it should go. And when they're older, they won't depart from it. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that's something you guys, uh, you guys share as well. Yeah. Our daughter, she goes from person to person every Sunday morning, hugging everybody. And one of the things that we had to try to teach her was we don't know everyone everywhere we go mm, yeah because the age that she's at like a big chunk of her toddlerhood was covid so like uh, yeah you weren't supposed to hug people you weren't yeah. supposed to like keep your distance and she i always had to apologize because i'm like i'm sorry she's so happy to see you like i can't stop her from hugging you and so yeah church is definitely one of her favorite places to be and our son is following right in her footsteps mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point because I guess for grown-ups, as horrible as COVID was and as long as it dragged on, it's easy for us to remember what it was like before and just, okay, we're back to normal now. But yeah, for a five-year-old, of course. Yeah, I mean- um, Half of her life was involved in, heavily involved in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm glad that she wasn't in school so we didn't have to deal with that aspect of it at least. It was just the going to church or the store or trying to get together with family and things like that. But we definitely- didn't have to do as much craziness as a lot of people did. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nicholas, just to, uh, I guess, break the ice a little bit, as I mentioned, you've not been on the forum super long. And so we just wanted to test your knowledge of the B or not the B. And this is something Prof and I did with Dissidente when we spoke to him back at mm-hmm. the end, the end of 2022. And uh, as you guys may or may not be aware, there is a Babylon B quiz on tucked away nicely on the Babylon B website. I know it's there. And I've never taken it. <laughs> Alice is looking confused. So <laughs> it, I never knew it existed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 10 questions. And I think they're always different. Obviously we didn't want to have oh. the case where it just asks the same questions we did with Dissidente Redactico. But um, the, the whole concept is if, if you can basically tell if a headline is real news or if it's from the Babylon Bee. Oh, nice. So are you ready? Let's do it. The Bee or not the bee? That is the question. So the first question, the bee or not the bee? Cool mom. Uh, I want to say it in the British way, but it's spelled the American way. Uh, cool mom, so cool, she gets arrested because of how cool she is. The bee or not the bee? I'm going to say the bee. Yeah, I agree. The bee. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I'm surprised with that one as well. That is from uh, an article from October 13th, 2021. Los Gatos mom accused of throwing drunken sex parties for high school students. <laughs> That's a grimace reaction right there. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That goes opposite of what we just got done talking about. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That is well, the, could not be more opposite. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next question. Woman realizes she is gay at same time husband comes out as trans. Now mm. happier than ever. I believe that. I want to go with not the B. I agree with Alyssa. <laughs> nice. Yay. See, I get just as, as an aside, I get so confused. So when a when a guy says he <laughs> is trans, so I, I always get confused who's the woman and who's not. I, I just okay, I'm so I, lost by this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I I learned a trick a long, long time ago that it, it makes it so easy. Whenever you see the word trans, replace it with fake. 
that's a good question. Yeah, I used to get so confused because I thought, well, what does it mean? But after Big that, man. it's yeah, it's very easy. Okay, fake woman, okay. fake man. So yep. it's kind of like when you're practicing your uh, spreadsheets, right? And you've got the not, you know, and the the if and if else. It's kind of the same. You got to do your mental gymnastics to get from A to B and kind of figure it out. It makes sense. Yep. Okay, I have got one ready for you. Um, so here's the question. Tom Cruise purchases robots to patrol Mission Impossible 7 movie set for COVID violations. The B or not the B? I'm going to say not the B. I'm going to go with the B. I think it's not the B, just to chime in. I think not the B. Well, correct. Which one's correct? <laughs> you said not the B, right? No, I said, said the, the B. B. Okay. I said not the B. Okay. So this is this is not the B. So this is oh, a real no. story. Okay. So I, only I will confess that I knew that one because one time when I took the quiz, that one came up. So yeah. I, I, actually, I actually did know this one also. Um, for whatever reason, I've seen this one before, um, but it says only 49% of people got this one right. Um, but basically he did do this. So Tom Cruise did. And I think I remember that the, the reason he did it was because um, it would make the movie cost so much more to have all these production shutdowns with people having to mm -hmm. isolate. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. It's crazy, isn't it? Okay. Next question. Oklahoma places 2.1 million bounty on Bigfoot's head. <laughs> I'm going to go not the, the B or not the V. It is actually from not the B, so it's a real story. I believe it. And it's from March 9th, 2021. Oklahoma places 2.1 million bounty on Bigfoot's head. <laughs> That's wonderful. I should tell my mom. My mom's a big uh Bigfoot conspiracy theorist, Ooh. so maybe we should go to Oklahoma and hunt Bigfoot. Some vacation time. You could earn $2 million. Right? Or yeah. none, because he probably doesn't exist. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> <laughs> why that's, why dreams? that's why they're so confident with that number. Yeah, we'll pay you $11 billion. That's fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have another one ready here. A handy guide to the one non-offensive Halloween costume you are allowed to wear. Hmm. <laughs> mm. This really could go either way. It really could. I'm going to say not the B. I'm going to say the B. That is not the B. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, what, from Good Housekeeping? 15 wow. offensive, yeah, 15 offensive Halloween costumes that shouldn't exist. Oh, man. Accurate. <laughs> was one of them being a white person? I'm yeah, sure. I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Our very presence was, is offensive. Yeah. Do you want me to read through them real quick? Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I think Absolutely. I've got the I've got the list yeah. in front of me as well. I think it'd be quite fun. Uh, okay. So number one, a Holocaust victim. Oh. Okay. Oh well, yeah. I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number two, anything involving blackface. Yeah. Num okay. Number sure. number three, transphobic costumes. <laughs> Is that like everything? So if I replace the word trans, that's fake phobic then. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it works in this case. I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, so you're not supposed to dress you're not supposed to dress as a tranny granny, for example. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. That's helpful. Okay, so number four is a biggie. The COVID nineteen pandemic. 
don't don't oh. want to make fun of that. Oh yes, There's you so do. So many good jokes there. Oh yes, you do. Yeah, <laughs> that is our duty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number five: body shaming and objectifying costumes. That seems like most of Halloween stores. Okay, costumes. okay, Lizzo. <laughs> Profit is love for Lizzo. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Your face. The words Lizzo and love and my name should never be uttered in the same sentence ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, cultural stereotypes. <laughs> Number stereotype seven. Stereotype, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number seven, a terrorist. That's no fun. Walking around with the bomb strapped to your chest, that's the best Halloween costume ever. Don't you just need a red hat now for that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it, Nick. Yeah. Okay, ready for number eight. Wow. This is bizarre. <laughs> Zombie versions of deceased celebrities. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I kind of get it. Number nine, an eating disorder. You dress like that. I don't understand. How about if you walk around with a hamburger wrapper in one hand and a garbage can in the other? <laughs> yeah, that would work. Right. Yep. It it does say here that a few years ago an online store took some heat for releasing a costume called Anorexia. Oh, oh my gee whiz. <laughs> so yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh. Number 10, animal cruelty. So you better not dress up as Fauci. You know what he oh. did? Oh. <laughs> Number 11, a mentally ill person. That is pretty much So basically now. anybody with purple hair? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you, you can't dress up as a Democrat. That's what they're saying. Okay, <laughs> that's frowned upon. <laughs> okay. Uh, number, number 12, sexual harassment. How do you? I'm how do you so dress confused. up? It. How do you dress up as? What's the example harassment? they give? Yeah. Oh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> no, there you go. <laughs> you wear the blue it, dress. Let, blue let's dress just cigar. <laughs> let's let's just say it may involve wearing a very long trench coat and nothing underneath. But yeah. Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, number thirteen. A bum. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. An 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 unhoused person. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. That's so you just walk, you just walk around with a tent. Is holding onto a tent then, or that would just be a regular Californian, right? How does that work? True. Yeah. Number fourteen, a national tragedy. So do not dress up as January six. <laughs> right. <laughs> Darkest day Absolutely. in American history. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fifteen, BLM, or any other social justice movement. So don't walk around with the Molotov cocktail in your hand, or what? How does that work? <laughs> I guess not. Okay, all right. Well, the racial justice reckoning in the United States is powerful, Prof. So but... when I said don't dress up as a white person, I think that actually fits that one. So yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, but it says you shouldn't turn you shouldn't turn that into a Halloween costume. It can be very problematic. <laughs> Good to know. Already then. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the next question, which I think Prof should have ready for us. Okay. Yep. Pizza healthier than cereal, says nunchuck-wielding turtle scientist. Not the bee. 100% believe that. It's worded in that way that, yeah. 
Let's say not to be. It's not nice. The bee. Yes, it's not to be. So it's um, a t- It's an article from a news website. It looks like a TV website. Nutritionists say pizza is better for breakfast than most cereals is basically the headline. Less so, sugar. I also believe that because there's not really anything in bre- in breakfast cereal. Yeah, I, I would believe yeah. that. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. Yeah, less and mostly because of less sugar. Yep, there you go. Nailed it. Okay, so question number seven, and I think so far we've had everything from not the B. So this, these have all been <laughs> weird, real news stories. So let's see what this one does. Exciting new VR game tricks your kids into doing household chores. I believe it. Not the B. I'm going to say not the B, and I want the address to that. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> We're breaking the mold. You're both no. wrong. This is a Babylon B article. I was going to say the B. I didn't say it, but I was thinking that. So It was too good to be true. Yeah. yeah exactly. And we actually, if memory serves, we actually that one was included in our chat with Dissidente. Uh, so I, I seem to remember that. But that's from uh, November 19th, 2018. Exciting new VR game tricks your kids into doing household chores. And that looks very suspiciously like Kyle's son, actually, in the uh, Photoshop. <laughs> so I suspect, well. that was a, I suspect that was a joke uh, starting off in the man household. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one. Wakanda removed from list of U.S. trade partners. <laughs> I'm going to go with the B. The B. You know what? You are both wrong. Oh. Two in a row. Yeah. USA Today says Wakanda Forever, fictional Black Panther nation removed from USDA's list of free trade partners. Why was it in there to begin with? Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. (laughs) This is our government at work. To be fair, you can't see it, but we are all shaking our heads in disappointment. That's our tax dollars. Yay, government. Yay. Yay. Health experts say you should keep wearing your mask while you shower at the gym. B or not the B? Not the B, because it's ludicrous. I agree with Alyssa. <laughs> you didn't hear part of it. Yes. So that should just remind us all of the stupidity of COVID hysteria, right? I mean, mm-hmm, should that uh-huh. be a prime reminder right there? And what a crazy world, because every single one of those headlines sound like a B article. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody posted a photo on Not The Bee. I've got to go back and try and find it. It was somebody swimming in the ocean wearing a mask. (laughs) That's so insane. Nothing tops the wearing a mask driving by yourself. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't don't get me started. (laughs) It's just hysterical. I've still seen that. Even now, especially now. I haven't seen any masks in Belgium in a long time. I occasionally see the odd person in a shop wearing a mask, but it's very rare, actually. Um, So... I hope it doesn't return over here. We but. usually see it at Walmart, which is the one place I could actually understand wanting to. Walmart bathroom, a mask is actually maybe preferred. Yeah, yeah actually. <laughs> I agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, the final question in the quiz, uh, and we'll see if you can, uh, I have to confess, I haven't been keeping score, but this is this is fun, whatever your score is. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the last question, food supply issues mean US can no longer sustain entire country being morbidly obese. The B or not the B? Not the B. I'm going to go with not the B as well. United. And you are both unitedly wrong. That is a Babylon B headline article. Hey, that's good, at least. (laughs) That's from April 30th, 2020. So uh, there we are. Congratulations. Um, 
We'll say you've got 50-50 on that one. That seems accurate. Sounds right. <laughs> We're good. Well, the question I have for Nicholas is just the origin story of the Convo Dudes and what sparked your idea to create that. Just very curious about that. Sure. Uh, so it originally started, obviously, Little Jedi's post about the headline highlighting kind of is what pushed us to want to do something more because I kept seeing over and over again in headlines, I wish I could make a dude a comment. I wish I could make a dude a comment. I saw that so many times. And finally, I just said, why can't we? You know, why can't we do something similar? So we went back and forth with a bunch of ideas, but finally I just started creating a spreadsheet to figure it out and just go for it. Very good. What was the original name? Because I know Convo Dude was not the original name. But oh, I yeah, it started off as Com Mega Dudes. Okay, Co Mega Dude or Com yeah. Mega Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the idea was that it was just a comment version of Mega Dudes, but then it got to be confusing because I kept seeing other people get confused with. Now, is this a mega dude or is this for a comment? Like, what's this? And I just tried to differentiate it a little better. Sure, sure. How much time does it take you to put one together? If it's like 20 posts or less, I can usually put that down in about 30 minutes. It didn't used to be that fast. But when we first started doing it, you know, a 10 post would take me like an hour and a half, two hours as I was tinkering and figuring out figuring out a really good system. But now that I've got it hashed out, I can yeah, about one minute per post now. That oh, all gotcha. it takes. So your spreadsheet must organize some of the code or syntax that mm -hmm. you need to use to get that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I actually co copy, I go to the headline and I can copy the entire page and paste it in there. And then it does the headline user and the headline automatically and formats it the way I want it to. And then all I have to do is put in the comment and the comment user and kind of just the summary or whatever else I want to do to it. And it takes it all and formats it for me automatically for one quick copy and paste. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Very good. Excellent. Uh, so another question I want to ask for Kurgle and for Nick is that both of you have been on Jay Baker's uh, The Beeple's Testimony. So I just maybe we'll let each of you talk a little bit about that. And I'll start with you, Nick, just kind of maybe talk about uh, the background of that, the origin of that and how that went. Because the, the highlight that both of you have is you're the first two to complete the trifecta of being on. Um, oh. Um, the Duke cast, we, the people and the people's mm -hmm. testimony. Um, so kind of, he, he had posted that he wanted, uh, some people to share their testimony and I immediately felt called to, you know, I needed, I need to do it because it's, it's, it's important. One of the calls we are as Christians, we need to share our testimony and be comfortable sharing our testimony and be confident in the story that God has given you because your story is unique to you and it uniquely helps the people around you in ways that no other story ever could. And I think that's important. So as soon as he said, you know, what he's doing and I was like, yeah, me first, you know, I'm in, let's go. So uh, that was pretty fun. And I had a great time doing it. He and I chatted for like another hour after, <laughs> after it was that's over, right. just talking about life. And it was really cool. It was, it was a lot of fun. Good deal. So I'll throw the same question then at you, Kurgle. When I first heard about his uh, idea for the podcast, I thought it was great. It was a really, really good idea. Um, but yeah, he contacted me right when we were getting back from vacation. And it's like, yeah, I will. But my story is so boring. It's not, though. I just <laughs> oh, listened to your great. episode. It was fantastic. Oh, not at all. But, but yeah, and then so... Yeah, we were just getting back from vacation, had a lot going on. So I was just scrambling to get all my thoughts together. But I had a really good time. 
um, you know, it, it's fun sharing and I'm looking forward to seeing who he has on next. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's really cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed those episodes. And um, Nick, I tagged you in the in the comments after your testimony, just to say it was uh, it was really encouraging for me to listen to it. And it just reminds you're reminded of, although we all have slightly different testimonies, when you hear someone else's, te- for me anyway, when you hear someone else's testimony, it triggers something that you know you've seen God do in your life. Um, some of the things you were talking about, I was like, oh yeah, that reminds me of what God did here and there. And I think um, I think it was about provision. Um, so it, it's so encouraging to hear other people's testimonies. And, and Kurgle, yours was also really, really good to listen to. And, you know, I, I remember I used to think, oh, such a, you know, boring testimony. And I, I know they've joked about this on on the on the B podcast before about how you can spice up your testimony. <laughs> but uh, I think I think it's encouraging just for, for those of us that have, let's say, in quotes, boring testimonies that that there are other people out there as well with ordinary lives and and God just broke through in a for one person that's a, a radical overnight addiction that's completely broken. And for someone else it's a, a, a gradual change. Uh, everyone's story is different, but the the the, the miracle of regeneration stays the same. Yeah, it's very important to always share that because you never know who you're going to reach. Mm-hmm. You know, the Absolutely. Bible tells us when um, when you give witness, when God's word goes out, it'll always accomplish its purpose. So it'll always get to the person who needs to hear it. But one of the really cool things about growing older is that you can slowly start to look back on your life and see all the puzzle pieces and how mm-hmm. they all fit together and made things happen. Yeah, definitely. And just the encouragement that God uses your mistakes and everything that happens to you for his goodness, right? Yeah. So even if you screw up, even if you mess up, you can still weave that thread into goodness and how he, Mm. how he moves that. And it's just so encouraging, especially if you're in the thick of something, you know? So another question I have for Nicholas, um, just personal question just as somebody who has listened to all talk, no genes, what is wrong with genes? When did genes hurt you? Mm-hmm. Is there a specific <laughs> brand of genes that if you see them, you just run and flee and scream? <laughs> I need to know more about the genes thing here. No, I understand. I can understand that. So uh, <laughs> what do you do when you get home after a long day and you take a shower? Do you put jeans back on? Oh, never. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our, our life is what happens after you're ready to go to bed. That to us is like the, the maximum comfort. Um, and we just thought it would be funny because the original, we were looking up different titles for the podcast on that had to do with talking. So we we're looking up a lot of different uh, sayings. And, you know, all talk, no trousers was one of the sayings I kept seeing. And I said, Alyssa hates jeans and talks about how much she hates jeans all the time. Wouldn't it be funny if we did that? So that's that's where it came from. In all fairness, the first thing that he said was all talk, no pants. And I said, that's a very different yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're trying to keep it family friendly. So yeah, that's right. we opted for jeans instead. Maybe that's a good title for a Song of Solomon series or something. Yeah, yeah right. there you go. <laughs> I really do hate jeans, though. It's not just a, a ploy. Yeah, a lot of them are very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So what what you're really saying is that you're putting on yoga pants when you get home. Sweatpants, yoga pants, pajamas, basketball shorts, anything now, that's not jeans. This might be too much information, so we'll, we'll decide later. <laughs> but one of the benefits of being an empty nester 
is that no pants is now an option. Mm-hmm. There you go. The true. So just FYI, <laughs> if you want that to look forward to someday, that is an option. <laughs> oh, Prof, you've just given me a mental picture. <laughs> Good for me. Yes. Make it go away. <laughs> Cue the goat scream. <laughs> yeah, the goat scream. <laughs> Give yourself a few years. She's only, you know, your youngest is two and you got a five-year-old. So, you know, flash forward 20 years, maybe around that and you'll be there. Well, one of the things I neglected to mention in our introduction is, of course, uh, your your very musical ability, Nick. And um, you've been, uh, and we haven't mentioned this before, but uh, we've been really blessed recently with an introduction song, which is uh, really fun to listen to. And that was a collaboration between yourself, Nick, and user Lil Ridgie Main, who did our cover a while ago, the Updoot song, which we love. But mm-hmm. um, if I'm understanding it correctly, you guys actually worked together, collaborated together to uh, create a, a completely original song for us. It wasn't a cover of something. It is a cover, sort of. It's uh, it's kind of like two songs mashed together. So yeah. Um, which is how most music is composed anyway. So <laughs> that's true. Well, I did hear some elements in there that sound familiar, but um, it didn't sound like an, a specific copy of, a, of an original of an original song. So the closest thing to it is the uh, the song Paint It Black is in there. The instrumental part where he's kind of going nuts because he's he's very gifted in that um, when he's singing a lot. And it's it's I Got Mine by the Black Keys. So those two songs kind of are the chord progression and the sort of generic melody that we were going for. But yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like two songs covered, but not exactly. So obviously Lil Regimane is doing the vocals and he's, uh, I mean, the song in particular really suits his vocal and you can really mm-hmm. hear his range and love is not jealous, but I was listening to him singing. I was like, man, he's got a good voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your contribution musically? Do you play lots of different instruments or was he playing something as well? Yeah, in that specific track, I was playing everything. So I did the drums and the bass and the guitar and well, wow. you know, all that and recorded all that. And those are my live drums in my uh, studio, quote unquote, which is <laughs> my pole barn out back. <laughs> but awesome, that's really good. And uh, I'm guessing you did the music for the Dudecast podcast yep. as well. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, I really like that. that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm learning some of this as we're talking because. Uh, <laughs> I'd reached out to you, uh, you guys, a while ago because I know you'd sent us some stuff before, and I said, "Hey, would you be up for recording an original introduction for our podcast?" And uh, the answer was yes. And then some weeks later, I just got this amazing song from you guys. I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" So uh, we've only used it a couple of times on the last uh, couple of episodes, and um, we didn't get a chance to say anything about that yet. So uh, seems like a good opportunity to do that now. So thanks very much for the creative input and. Uh, and everything you've you've done there for us as well. It really helps uh, underscore the podcast mm-hmm. and, and make a good intro. It's really good. I'm glad you guys like it. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's always a risk, right? You know, you're like, I hope you enjoy this thing that we just kind of didn't consult you about at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, it. It's a lot of fun. You know what? Um, when I listen to it, what I like the best about it. What I like about original music that you guys have done is it makes our podcast seem more professional than it really is. <laughs> yeah. When you've written original music that sounds really good, you know, you'd thought some studio band in LA did this, right? And no, it's just some people who are B subscribers and and took the time and used their specific mm-hmm. talents to do this. And which is really what this is all about as a community podcast. Mm-hmm. But to me, it adds 
more legitimacy to what we're doing because it's it sounds so good it sounds professional it sounds re, you know it, it, it's it's really good so Tish has been able to send me a lot of these before we publish them of course so i get to hear them way in advance and it's just like i cannot wait for the community to hear this and, and be a part of this so it's always been a lot of fun yeah it's it's a huge blessing too just to be able to use musical talents and all these things that i've you know spent years and years trying to get better at and teach myself and opportunities to share podcasting uh you know some of the stuff that we've worked on with podcasting but the music stuff and it's been really cool it's been a lot of fun hopefully i'm not treading on any subscribers toes here we we do have some questions from the community coming up in a few moments um but um a question i have for you guys is uh where do you find the time as parents of small <laughs> children where do you find the time to record all these podcasts record these this awesome music uh, as well as the uh, Presumably, Nick, I'm, I'm, I know you You work. Um, I don't know if Alyssa is a stay-at-home mom or if she's going out to work or anything. So I'm curious, uh, how do you – because we, we didn't do this. When we interviewed Israel, we had an idea. He'd asked us to do a segment, and we just got so engaged in our conversation, we we completely forgot to do it. But he was asking us, hey, could, could we do a segment? How can I declutter my life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we, di- we didn't get around to that, but maybe you guys have got a word of wisdom for Israel. Um and uh, any other users that are thinking like, okay, how, how do I find the time to focus on what, what I'm passionate about, what, what's important, what's not important, and, and what distinction do I make between uh, what to pursue and what to sacrifice either temporarily or for the long term? Our pastor always talks about open hand issues and closed hand issues. I demonstrated that backwards, but <laughs> these things that we hold on to with a closed fist are the most important. And so obviously church and the family being together and sitting down to a meal together are in our close fist of things that we're always going to make sure that we have this hand over here is extracurricular activities things that are temporary stuff that's not as important and so it's taken us a while to get to the point where we can say okay this is something that's important to us and something we enjoy but for us podcasting and doing that is a good way for us to do something together. We both enjoy it. We both get a lot out of it. And for Nick, music has always been so integral in his life. I can't, like, that was a non-negotiable when we started dating. He's like, I'm never going to not play music. Hmm. And so he's a big part of our worship team at, at church on Sundays. So obviously that takes a chunk of our Sunday out because he has to go rehearse. And then hmm. obviously he's there during both services. So, but that's a way that he is able to worship as well as help others worship. And so that's the close hand as well. Um, As far as letting things go, it's kind of trial and error of what makes you most happy and joyful and how do you feel closest to God and what's a good way to do that. And for us, the doing our podcast is a good way for us to connect. And then starting the Duke cast, we love hearing from, subscribers it's so fun reading headlines we might not have seen it's a lot to keep up to keep up on we catch a lot of them on when we record on wednesdays and we're like oh i didn't even i didn't even see that one i was (laughs) dying at profs this week because i hadn't seen (laughs) that that made my day when i heard that you guys and you laughed at mine i was like yes 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 (laughs) yes yeah i love your commentary well thanks yeah Yeah. the commentary is great so okay so i'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to tread lightly here with what I say, because you <laughs> two are so connected to the forum and you're in it every day to some degree. 
um, you know what's going on when you read the Duke cast, which is very not what was happening uh, on yeah. the B Weekly when they were reading it because they were very disconnected to the forum and they did not understand what was going on, the innuendos, the, the inside jokes. So that's been, to me, the best part of it is that you guys know what's going on. Um, and so I think that's actually made it better than what was getting done on the B Weekly. So that's just my hats off to you and um, the, the commentary and your genuine laughing at something uh, makes it so real and good. Yeah. So just FYI. We're very goofy, uh, odd people. So it works in our favor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I'd echo that definitely. I mean, um, I had a notification um, on my on my phone. Uh, I think it must have been yesterday morning, Thursday morning, new episode of Dukecast had dropped and it's, uh, forgive me, it's still so new. I'd, I'd forgotten, and I saw it. I was like, "Yes, I'd forgotten." <laughs> you, you know, when it when it was the B Weekly, you would always be checking on the uh, for me anyway. My time um, first thing Friday morning, or waiting for the B Weekly to drop, um, and the excitement you feel with that. So it's nice to have that again with uh, with another community podcast, and actually to have the same excitement as you would do for uh, for the B Weekly and. Um, yeah, like I just echo what Prof said and, and Kurgle as well. It's just so much fun to hear you guys goofing off. You, you, you're backwards and forwarding. Uh, you're obviously no strangers to to podcasting as well. So you're not trying to find your feet like we did in the beginning and making some it's mistakes. You, it takes a long time. Yeah, it does. Uh, but you guys hit the ground running. You know, like Prof says, you know the forum. I'd agree with that as well. You know, we we love the B Weekly and it was awesome to have our headlines read out there. And of course, I, I know some sad users like prof and i would fast forward to the end of the podcast <laughs> to listen to that first <laughs> but um it's uh it, it's really nice i'd echo that definitely it's really nice to hear uh people in the headline forum community reading headlines commenting on them uh getting the inside jokes it's just uh it's it's really nice and it's it's really cool to see the community podcast growing as well with uh with what jay baker's doing so absolutely Really valuable. Yeah, we appreciate that. It's a lot of fun, and we feel like it's another way to connect with everybody as well. Yeah, and the other to to kind of piggyback on, <clears throat> you're saying how do we find the time, right? Um, for the last however many years, I've been doing all this music stuff and audio editing and learning how to do things quickly and efficiently. Because when you're a parent, you only have so much time. So, um, I guess my my advice to Israel on that is fine. Don't be afraid to spend the time to figure out how to save a ton of time later. Mm -hmm. It's a huge component to what we do. We can record the Duke cast and have it posted within about an hour. Mm. So from wow. start, from starting to record to it being on the forum and you guys being able to listen to it can be as little as an hour, but that all stems from having spent years getting mm. better at these kinds of things. And mm -hmm just getting systems down and, you know, don't be afraid to spend an hour to save yourself five minutes every week. Cause that does come back to you, you know? Yeah. That's very it, good advice. Yep. It, it reminds me going back to being parents uh, of <laughs> every, every parent's experience. This you, you've always got a choice with children. You can either invest and pay the price in terms of time in the short term to show them how to do something. And in the long term, you'll benefit from them being able to do that. Or you can not teach them in that moment because you're in a hurry and you want to get something done and it's just easier to do it yourself. Uh, so I think there's a lot of wisdom in there just to say, okay, I'm going to invest. It's going to take time. I'm going to invest now in this moment to make a decision or train my child or whatever whatever it may be. And 
looking ahead to the long term to see to see what that will do. So yeah, actually, uh, that, that's even biblical too, because you know Moses was trying to do everything himself, and his father-in-law yeah. comes in and says, "Hey, actually, you know, you need to stop doing all this. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be looking at the mm-hmm. bigger picture. You're trying to do every little thing. So that's just that's biblical. That's like leadership 101. You know, mm-hmm. um, don't don't be everything to everyone because you can't. So pick and choose and do the best you can. I'm laughing because my father-in-law used that verse once and said, now. <laughs> <laughs> Moses listened to his father-in-law. He said, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so we have a new product from one of our current sponsors we're excited for you to hear about. New from Snazzle Industries. We've all been there. You're going about your day, returning a book to the library, picking your kids up from school, running into Target to grab a new decorative accent on the way home, and, oh, another drag queen. Well, worry no more. With Snazzle's new Dedazzler spray, you can turn those pesky drag queens back into real men in no time. Snazzle's revolutionary new formula is the only spray on the market strong enough to remove makeup, sequins, and even glitter, leaving behind a fresh musky scent and well-worn flannel. You'll be amazed at the difference. New Snazzle Dedazzler, making the world a little less fabulous, one spray at a time. So I went ahead and posted a headline and a question in our We The People group on Not The Bee, uh, just letting everybody out there know that we're going to be interviewing Nicholas and uh, ask for questions for you. And so we got some really good ones, and I want to make sure we kind of go through and find some good ones to ask. And first question I want to ask you comes from Gwen42, who's a pretty active user on both. Um, And she asks, what is one food that you cannot agree on between the two of you? You hate meatloaf. I do hate meatloaf. And I love meatloaf. I love meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you resolve that? We don't eat meatloaf. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say that, Nick. I know who wins that battle. Um, yeah. So, okay. Do you ever order meatloaf at a restaurant then? Oh, every time I can. You know, oh, there just you every go. every opportunity. Truthfully, I. Now we can move on. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually order it every time I can, but. So let me ask you another question from the not to be we the people private group. What is your favorite pizza and why will it never be pineapple? That comes from the Joker. <laughs> I laughed at this because my pizza will never be pineapple, but Nick's will. Hey, a good Hawaiian. There's nothing wrong with a good Hawaiian pizza. Amen, brother. My favorite pizza is actually taco pizza, which is isn't really pizza. It isn't really pizza, <laughs> but it's my favorite. Taco, Yeah, taco pizza is very good. Mm. Uh, Especially if they actually use real Doritos and not. Just corn chips. Yeah, tortilla chips yes. are not the same. Yeah. It makes Agreed. a difference. Agreed. Uh, chicken barbecue is probably my favorite pizza, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. That's also good, actually. Yeah, that's true. It's a good choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. good choice. So another question from the Joker. If you could go back in time, I'll just go with what's one thing that you would change for each of you? What's one thing you would change if you go back in time? And it better not be not meeting each other. That would be awkward. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it depends on how serious you want to be with this question. <laughs> Take it any way you want. Take it any way you want. Um, mine would probably have to do. So my my father passed away as a result of a surgery that he had. Mm. He was on blood thinner and they didn't get his um, Coumadin levels back up. And so he ended up having a stroke, which caused his passing. Mm. Yeah. So mine would relate to that of like mm. 
him not getting the surgery, finding a different doctor, something along those lines. But I will say we were talking about we can look back on things and see where God came into situations. And that's one of those, because when we were living it, everyone was praying that he'd be healed and that everything would be good. And obviously that wasn't God's will. But looking back now, there's a lot of things that were like, it's a good thing that God took him when he did, because things could be a lot worse. So yeah, he had a lot of health problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if I could go back and change some things, there's, a couple of people in my life that I would have spent more time with and mm. asked more questions and gotten to know them better and kind of gleaned more wisdom from. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all, all think of things like that. Absolutely. Oh, very good. Okay. I'll turn it over to uh, either Kurgle or Tish. Well, I've got another question from user X Deutsch. I'm not sure how you pronounce that uh, from over on not the B. And he says, what is the most embarrassing marriage story you've ever had? Mm. Pretty much every time I open my mouth in public, it's embarrassing for her. <laughs> that would be every husband's yeah. Uh, yeah. answer right there. That's my I goal, can, at least. I can relate to that. <laughs> I have a, a story pertaining to that <laughs> that just re I remembered. We were in Bed Bath & Beyond one time, and uh, we were in different aisles. And I could hear Nick yelling, hey, where's the huevo splash? Which is a reference to a comedian from a lot like many years ago who was talking about that there should be an aftershave for men, male strippers. So, <laughs> yes. Okay. And he, he called it Wavo Splash. And so Nick is yelling this in the Bed Bath and Beyond, and I'm just avoiding him in every aisle possible. So I was like, shut up. I don't know that guy. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't answer. So I kept getting louder. <laughs> Seems reasonable to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's been uh, quite a few years ago. At this point, we're we're both pretty much uh, like you can't really embarrass us too yeah. well. So now you would just go whatever and yeah. just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody takes life too seriously sometimes. So you gotta oh, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. Okay, I have a question um, from over on the B from Murph, and she wants to know how do you both remain God positive? in the light of Alyssa's health challenges? Great question. Uh, for context, for those that don't know, I have had multiple sclerosis since I was 15. So it's over half my life by this point. Um, this is a really good question that I should have probably thought on. <laughs> Honestly, it's a God thing that I am doing as well as I am because mm. so many people who are in the same position as me can't walk, can't move, can't do the day-to-day and I feel really blessed that I'm able to be with the kids and do what I need to do. Obviously, I have good days and bad days. And it was really hot and humid here this week. So I've kind of been struggling all this week. So a lot of it is Nick picks up the slack and he does a lot more for me around the house, even though I don't want to ask him to. He just does it. Um, so it's a huge blessing to have a good teammate. And he constantly has to remind me, hey, go inside. Hey, go sit down. Hey, you need to rest because I'm I will always push myself. And that's just how I am. So having a good teammate, I guess, is the answer to Murph's question. <laughs> she always tries to keep up with me when we're working outside and doing all these things. And I always remember when I'd have friends come over and help me outside with outside projects. And they would be struggling to keep up. And I'm like, listen, my wife has MS and she's kicking your butt right now. So you need to figure it out. 
I just have to remind her constantly that she doesn't have to keep up with me. She's allowed to rest more and do the things that she needs to do to stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, And I I was going to say that it's amazing. If you are willing to look for them, you can find so many blessings Mm -hmm. when you're going through a challenge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very true. I think the more you pray about it and think about it, God reveals those to you and helps strengthen your faith through that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something I'm noticing in the answer here is all of us have um, long-term godly marriages. Um, I, I know that from just in, in Kurgle and tease how we interact. And I see that obviously in the two of you. And, and so, um, Alyssa, when you mentioned how Nick can just pick up the slack, like he sees it, he just does it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my wife has some health issues also. I don't really talk, ever talk about it, but I can see, I see that. Right. I, I don't even have to have her tell me I can just, mm-hmm. I just, you just feel it. Right. You've been with that person so long mm-hmm. that you just, you just pick up, you just do something. Um, that you know you need to do without waiting to be asked to do it mm-hmm. and, and and all those kinds of things. So that's definitely a sign of a good marriage. And uh, and a good marriage is such a blessing uh, from God. I, mm-hmm. I just, I often think about um, that and how uh, my wife and I met each other, how we met each other, when we met each other. Uh, we've been together for 34 years. And awesome. um, it's just, I just, it's indescribable um, that feeling you get from having, uh, a blessed marriage, right? It, it is a, truly a blessing. And so all of us, I think, can look back and go, yeah, it, it, how special it is for us. So um, I so I just see that in the two of you, you know, I, you know, just as I see you guys and see you answer and listen to your podcasts, you know, and mm-hmm. that's just, and that's, that's another reason why I feel so uh, drawn to you as your uncle. So that's just part <laughs> of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> so this one comes from LPA, the human, and it just makes me laugh. Which one of you screwed up to have a joint account? <laughs> I saw this this morning and I thought yeah. of all the. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They mean because people it just made get me in laugh. trouble That's and share pick, Facebook pages. It. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's, it's because we don't want to pay an additional monthly payment. <laughs> and we're both so active that. At this point, we don't want to split our points either. Yeah, we've, we've earned them. <laughs> To be like a bad divorce. Yeah, right? custody yeah, battle over our points. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. There was a V article a while ago about a, a couple with a joint Facebook account. So I can't remember yep. what it was, but yep, there was. <laughs> yep. Okay, no, great answer. Thank you. I'm looking at a question here from Mr. Sender38. It may, may be something we've already talked about earlier, but uh, he says, as the, in quotes, benefit of the B forum, how do you cope with the public spotlight and parental responsibilities? That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, you just got to stay humble. That's just, that's the most important thing. I'd have no idea how to answer that question. I go too serious. Um, Yeah, humility. And you got to look the other way when the spotlight's shining on you, right? That's right. <laughs> uh, stay humble, look humble at all right. times, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what would be funny if you guys change your username to add Benefer to it for a couple of days? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Mr. Sender would probably just die laughing if you saw that. <laughs> but wait, wait till the podcast drops to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. That would be hilarious. Um, you know, uh, as an aside to that, it took me a while, and I know I'm not the only one. When you guys would pitch a headline or make a comment. Uh, you would add either dash N or dash A. And it took a while for people to get that. And you started to explain that better. So I think most people know that now. Um, 
you're just letting us know which one of you pitched this or which one of you made the comment. So, which is nice to know. Yeah. We try to remember to sign it when it would be awkward if it was the other person. (laughs) Make sure that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when I tell Alola Raichu that I loved him. Yeah. (laughs) Who who, who said that? Which one of you said that? (laughs) Should I be worried about that? (laughs) Is Nick checking the comments? I just need to know what's going on. Oh, man. There was a bacon-related headline that dropped uh, in the last 24 hours. And I commented on that and said, yeah, Nick, you didn't need to sign that off with your name. We we all know that's a a men's headline right there. I laughed when I saw your comment because I was like, so true. That was funnier than the headline. (laughs) Did you convo-dude it? Can I convo-dude it? can. I'm convo-duding it right now, live from the podcast. (laughs) Aussie Mama is going to have to do it on Saturday. I was going to ask, as a quick aside, when you asked to get help um, to do the convo dudes, how many people chipped in and how many people in total are involved in helping you with that now? Uh, so I got three people total that I'm kind of working with and training. Um, Howie Shear has been uh, I'm working with him. Uh, Little Jedi jumped in. He's helping once a week now, too. Yeah. So uh, And then Aussie Mama is also. She started doing those on Saturdays. So Wonderful. that's been a lot of fun. And kind of, uh, I like teaching. I like to explain things to people and kind of align them to what I see when I look at the look at the world. I guess, mm-hmm. and so it's it's always fun to kind of bring someone into your brain and say, "This is how I designed it." You know, hopefully this makes sense to you and teach people. I think that's fun. Yeah. That's great. That's great. It's been no, funny was... hearing him have conversations with them about the spreadsheet or things that are going on because he'll usually have it on speaker and I'm in the room and I'm laughing. And I remember when he was talking to Howie and he said something about the area that he lived in. And so I said, go Red Wings, because I'm a Red Wings hockey fan. <laughs> and I just had to pitch in because I didn't have anything else to add. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question um, from the Joker again. If you could take over the world, explain in detail how you'd accomplish that. Now, we don't want to know what you would do, just how you would do it. Oh, man. Probably start a podcast. It's probably going to be the first part of that. And then mandate everyone listens to it and then turn on ads, I think is what I would do. (laughs) We could make some money. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. (laughs) I've got a question I want to ask. And I think it's probably one a lot of people are wondering. This comes from Little Jedi. How Hmm. did the two of you meet? Great question. We both used to work at Menards, which is a regional um, hardware store in our in the Midwest. I you guys talk about Menards a lot, and I go to Menards all the time. (laughs) All the time. Yeah, we've got two of them in the in my city. So yeah, Yeah, we always go to Menards more than Home Depot or anything. Same. Nice. It's usually cheaper. She's just yeah. probably like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah, you can save big money. Yeah, save it's big true. money yeah. at Menards. So burn into our. Brain. a flyover shop there, save money and fly back. Yes, there yes. you go. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm guessing you won't save money by the time that's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, Greta Thunberg would not be happy. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> all the more reason to do it. So she was, uh, she was working at the as a front end cashier, and I was the cute boy in plumbing and so humble it's what your those are your exact words and uh we just kind of chatted as i'd go pick up things or as i'd walk by and then finally somehow you dropped the question of like if i go to church or whatnot 
You got to slip it into the conversation. <laughs> Are you a believer? And uh, I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be playing drums at my church on Sunday. And you're like, all right, it's on. <laughs> that's not exactly what happened. I was like, oh, that's cool. Do you want to go to coffee in a public place in case you're a weirdo? <laughs> break the ice. So we ended up going to coffee next door and neither of us had coffee. Neither of us had coffee. I had tea and he had something else. I don't know. But we talked for a couple hours and then I had to leave because it was my parents' anniversary and we we're going out to dinner. And he thought I was just bolting because it we went only talked poorly. for three hours. <laughs> so then the that was Good Friday. And then the f- Easter, we both had to work in the afternoon, evening. And so that night we ended up taking a walk around the lake that was nearby and we talked until like one in the morning and we were basically like, here's all of how I'm a broken human. Mm -hmm. You can accept it or not. And we both were at a point in life that neither one of us was looking to be dating, which is how we figured out, oh, God's throwing you in my life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that night we we talked and everything, and then we hung out a couple more times. And then Nick was like, I think we should make this official. And so we officially started dating uh, shortly thereafter. Yeah. And then we uh, we were engaged pretty fast. Um, After three months, I think. Yeah, three months we were engaged. We stayed engaged. We were engaged for like a year before we actually got married. But we got engaged pretty fast. And honestly, it was only a few weeks into our relationship. We're like, hey, so just so you know, I'm not really looking to, you know, move on. So if this is going to happen, let's not invest too much into each other right now because we're looking for something more long-term than just a, a dating relationship. So awesome. Oh, it's so romantic. No, Menard's bringing people together. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There's a, well, there's a headline in there somewhere. I'm not <laughs> sure what it is, but yes. So there's plenty of questions here. And, and unfortunately, as we say every week, Sorry, we're not going to get through all of them. There is one I'd like to highlight, but don't answer this now because this kind of ties in with the five questions, which we'll ask you in a minute. But Dorley asks, what prompted you to join the Babylon Bee Forum? So just keep that in the back of your head. And then that kind of ties in with uh, with, with the five questions. But I wanted to give her a shout out. And then also there's a question here from Jay Kesk. Is Deuteronomy your favorite book and how do we apply it to our lives? Deut. <laughs> I love it. That's a good pun. That's a Dude, good pun. Deuteronomy. I like that. I think that uh, I need to finish my, my rational Bible version of uh, Deuteronomy before I can answer that fully. <laughs> yeah, I would need to go back and flip through my Bible because I don't remember exactly the whole the whole part. So I don't have a funny answer. <laughs> it it may be bordering on heresy, but I'm wondering if there's any other books of the Bible that we could slightly alter to. Uh... Uh, as a sort of a headline forum inside joke. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but Deuteronomy is uh, is a good one. Well done, Jake Esk. I have one question, and um, this would be real quick. I want the first thing that pops in your head. Okay, this one is from the Siberian Tiger, and they want to know what does sharing a B account look like? So the specific question that I have, if you have three posted or three headlines posted already, and it's the end of the day, you both have a headline that's going to be wonderful that you want to post. How do you decide who posts it? Whoever gets there first. <laughs> yeah, we usually just are like, but I have a headline, but I have a headline. 
And then by the morning, I forgot what my headline was. So yeah. See, the thing is, you guys, you guys have four headlines, but together we only get two each. So yeah, we have even we were even more restricted for ourselves. But a lot of the time, uh, we just write them down in a little file, and we'll post them later. We give each other the courteous three-hour gap in between headlines, so we don't stomp over each other. But I want to ask one more real quick. This comes from Neil Hillbilly. What's your favorite band and why is it the Ozark Mountain Daredevils? <laughs> Love it. He he had messaged our podcast page uh, regarding that band mm-hmm. a couple months back. And I think we went back and listened to it. It's been a bit. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's not my favorite, though. I think it's his favorite. Yeah, I gathered that. Hillbilly and yeah, so <laughs> and we got it figured out there. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to ask that question. Uh, I say one of my favorite bands is definitely... Um, the cinematic orchestra if you've ever heard of them they do a lot of instrumental music but they also have some really good uh songs with lyrics and things they're not based in the u.s so i can pretty much never go see them Hmm. but they've got one song that super blew up and it's been in a ton of movies and so if you heard the one song you'd be like oh okay i've heard of them but all their music is not necessarily like that specific one but very uh deep sounding music and it's got it's not all or it's not all orchestra or anything, but it's got live instruments and there's a lot of jazz elements and a lot of um, rock and other things kind of tied into it. So it plays in well with a lot of my musical history. <laughs> uh, my favorite band is Anberlin, which I don't know if anyone on the forum would know who that is. I actually have two Anberlin inspired tattoos. I know I'm a rebel <laughs> being a Christian with tattoos, <laughs> but. They've been my favorite band since I was in early high school. So, and together we've seen them live probably 10 times. Yeah, probably. Nice. And Berlin? Is that mm-hmm. what was it? Okay. I am firmly stuck in the 80s. So, if 80s mm-hmm. bands come by, I go. Um, but that's pretty much where I'm at. <laughs> I also love the 80s. So, I'm with you, Prof. Are you a progressive rock man, Prof? I've never, we've never talked about music on this podcast, have we? No, I'm not sure if I know what progressive rock is. So you'd have oh, to shocking. explain that. Genesis. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. Yeah. Uh, first wave. So in the US, we often say the term first wave or new wave. And that kind of means some of more of the British acts that came across uh, were popular in the 80s. Okay. I'm the just... term we use for that might be different than what we use over there. Yeah, it's kind of, um, I guess, Pink Floyd, a bit Pink Floydish. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't big into it. But uh, it was a little before my time. But um, a, a very good friend of mine. He's, um, I think he's sixty now. But he, uh, he was really big into progressive rock, as we call it. And he, he sent me some stuff, and I was listening to that. I'm thinking, wow, this is amazing. It's kind of marrying, marrying rock and orchestra. Just those movements that you have in, in traditional. Uh, Symphonies, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's so cool. So uh, worth, well, worth pers- checking out. Yeah, personally, I've always been a fan of Electric Light Orchestra and what they do. <laughs> yeah, their I'll sound, I've always liked that. Stop! Who would cross the people bridge? Must answer nigh these questions five. And into the golden bathtub he dives. So I will start with the first question for Nicholas. When did you receive the Babylon Bee into your heart? What is your bee origin story? So I first heard about the bee as a drummer when they released that article about the um, introducing cage-free drummers. 
Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I got sent that one, I don't know, probably a dozen times. I'm like, what is this? Why why is this blowing me up? But uh and then from then I would, you know, I'd follow them on Facebook and laugh at their uh headlines, but I didn't know that they had like a whole community until they started posting uh podcast clips in Facebook. And so I'd see them and I'm like, Kyle, you're you're an odd but hilarious. Like it's very dry <laughs> sense of humor, which fits in well with my my similar sense of humor there. And so uh so I started kind of listening to the podcast and uh obviously it grew from there. We kind of talked a little bit about listening to We the People, which got us started even more into the the form wow. itself. That's so nice. I had posted a headline a few months back of I screenshotted a memory that had come up five or six years ago. And I was like, hey, I have proof that I have loved the bee for a long time. <laughs> um, I think that I first saw like on Facebook, people would share funny things. And I was like, this is really good. So I started following them. And then I started listening to the podcast. And they would always be like, become a subscriber and you can hear the other stuff. And I'm like, ah, but money. And <laughs> so then we finally uh, pulled the trigger and did it. And I was like, oh, and so I went back and listened to the subscriber section of a lot of past episodes. And yeah, it's just great to be a part of it. I'll go ahead and ask question number two. What is the favorite headline that you've submitted? And so maybe each of you needs to ask, answer this one individually. Do you have your saved? No, you saved it in the file. Nick has it on his phone. Okay, one of my favorite headlines I did didn't get a lot of traction, which made me really sad because I thought it was a good joke. Uh, Pharaoh knows exactly who to blame for his new statin prescription. Uh, and then mine, I did. Uh, I mentioned it in a, one of the Little Jedi's podcasts, so I'm not going to mention the Uriah joke that I like. But the other one that I posted that it made me laugh more than it should have was Local preacher excited for his first ride in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, I love those dumb jokes. Me too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they're the best. I think the B have done a few heck uh, related jokes before. Mm -hmm. I did a head headline about that once. Yeah. Uh, okay. So question number three: What? For, and again, you might want to answer this individually. What fast food menu item is the result of the fall? Uh, the KFC double down. I don't know if you guys remember this. It's been a number of years ago. It is a chicken patty and then cheese and bacon and some kind of sauce and then another chicken patty. So the chicken oh, was the bread. Right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. I never had one, but yeah, I remember the commercials. When we were discussing what we would answer for the five questions, we both said that exact same thing at the same time. <laughs> oh, interesting. There because it's unity. such a monstrosity to society. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, it really is. Now, I decided to change my answer and say, anytime I get chicken from Arby's, it is the result of the fall because it's always dry and <laughs> I'm always sad that I got it. <laughs> Bad, not good. Not good. Sad, not good. Bad, not good. I was kind of expecting because you both have mentioned this on your podcast, um, Taco Bell, but not maybe for the food, just because they'd like to take your money and not give you the food. Yeah, so. twice now. I yeah. don't think that we've gotten a refund from the second time yet. It's still showing pending in our bank account. And I'm like, oh, Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> maybe explain that to everybody. So Taco Bell has the app you can order ahead. And we went through the whole process of putting everyone's food in. And then they took our money. Nick goes to the store. No one is there. It is 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. 
obviously it's not because it's late. It's not because of any weird circumstances because they would be busy. Well, due to COVID restrictions, you know, they can't. I don't have the rest of the sentence figured out, but it's happened <laughs> twice to us. And Same location. Yeah. That's we're weird. so sad because we're excited. Oh yeah. We're going to eat this like, and it's cheap. And Taco Bell gets a lot of hate for having bad food, but I, I wouldn't even say they're the worst food. Usually they're not half bad, but that's starting to really tick me off. I don't want to give them any money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. All right. Um, on to the next question. Um, and I'm not really sure this question applies anymore after hearing your admission of wearing yoga pants. Ooh. But <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite denomination and why is it Baptist? So our church is actually a member of the EFCA, the Evangelical Free Church of America, which is just really a loose association of churches. It's not really a denomination necessarily. And the requirements to be in the EFCA are very, uh, they're not super strong. Like you don't have to be a big church. You don't have to be a small church. It's a very easy thing to get into just to give some support to these different pastors. Um, but they just te teach biblical, basic understanding. Um, God wrote it all down. You know, that's that's the one of the most important things. So we're like Baptist, but with the lowercase b, Baptist, mm -hmm. you know. So the last question. If the FBI raided your house, how many my pillows would they find? We actually don't have any. Not a single one. Not a single one. Can I just say? My heart stopped. My heart stopped. Can I just say? I, I live in Belgium, where my pillows are nowhere to be found, and I have one. He has one. <laughs> yes. Thanks to Strike Engineer. Special delivery. <laughs> yeah, special delivery. So there is there is no excuse. <laughs> what if you just haven't done it? Like haven't bought one? I don't even know if they're comfortable enough to buy one. I've heard very mixed reviews of whether they're yeah. comfortable or not. So doesn't our dog have one? <laughs> so my, my my grandma had bought one and she didn't like it. And so she gave it to my mom to use for the dog pillow. So <laughs> The dogs have the my pillow. <laughs> what a commercial right there. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same dog that sometimes you have to watch when your mom's gone? Yeah. 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 He yeah. uses the my pillow. He's a grumpy right. old man. So grumpy old man pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys having us on. It's been an absolute blast, but uh, we cannot forget. We have to settle this debate. Is it Jif or is it GIF? Ah, uh, yes. Are we talking about peanut butter? Or are we talking about short videos on the internet? What's the context? Sh those short videos on the internet with no audio. Okay, that'd be a GIF. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I also say GIF, but I, I think sometimes I interchange them. No, no. I, no. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you did it again on this week's Dukecast, but it started last week when I was listening. Uh -huh. And uh, you, you said Jif, and I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> and then and then Nick said Jif as well. I'm like, oh, come on. And then, uh, so I thought this would be quite amusing just to settle this. <laughs> but, Kurgle, where do you lie in this debate? Okay. Well, for ages, I always heard Jif. Um, Several episodes ago, when We the People was still pretty new, we were reading, uh, I think it was when we were reading some scriber headlines, and it had the word in one of the headlines. 
And I wanted to make sure I was staying consistent with We the People. So I asked Pure Teach and Prof, how do they pronounce it? They said GIF. So since then, I've been saying GIF. <laughs> we, had to man- we had to mansplain it to her. <laughs> yeah. And mansplaining is when a man explains something to a woman, just in case you didn't know. Okay. Oh, good to know. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. I actually say both because I grew up saying GIF. And then I heard uh, on a episode of a podcast years la- years ago that the creator of GIFs calls it GIF. Ah. The guy who created it says that. <laughs> exactly. I'm with you, Prof. So I struggle <laughs> mentally. Like the guy who wrote it thinks it should be this way, but I grew up saying it this way. So I go back and forth. You know, I'm. I need to say something. When I did not grow up with GIFs, I didn't know <laughs> what to say. So. So to mansplain, I'm older than you. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure where that was going. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Being our uncle, I was hoping that you would be. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would like to give a shout out. To, there is actually a user on the B and not the B called. It's pronounced GIF. <laughs> or it's pronounced GIF. Yeah, it That's could be. Pretty it could be she, she uses GIF. I know for a fact that oh, she uses GIF. I do know that. Yes. I probably give her more authority than the guy who wrote it, I think. Exactly. Right? Just because you invented it doesn't mean you know what its job should be pronounced. I mean, <laughs> come on. What gives you the right to name something if you invent it? I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was fun. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you guys remembered that. I totally forgot that one. So. We talked about it actually in the recording of the Duke cast and Nick was like, no, we have to delete all of this because we got to talk oh, about it yep, on yep. We the People. Yep. So thank I, you for I, remembering. I wondered if you'd done that actually, because you, t- you, you mentioned GIF again. And then I wondered if you were going to talk about it, but then it was like, yeah. It, we moved on real it, quick. Yeah. yeah. I, I, saw, I, th- I heard you do that. And I thought, I bet they've done that. You know, So I'm pleased you remembered. Um, <laughs> Well, it's always a shame when we get to this part of the show because time goes so quick and then you always think of all the things you wanted to talk about and didn't have the time to do. Uh, it's been a, a lot of fun sitting down with uh, with you guys, user Nicholas, Nick and Alyssa. Like we've said already, it's just been such a blessing having you on the forum and all the contributions you're making. Obviously, you've got a podcast to your name already that people can go and check out. And now you're, you're starting out with the, with the Dukecast, which is so much fun. So it's been really cool to have you guys on. Thanks so much for giving up time during your day as parents of small children we really value your time and really appreciate you doing that for us thanks for having us it's been a lot of fun and it feels like a long time coming just to get to put some names to faces and it's been awesome we appreciate it Absolutely. it's been really good it's a bummer that it's ending hopefully this isn't the last time we chat virtually even maybe someday in person you it's really know. fun to be on this side of We the People, though, after yeah. listening to it for so long. When you guys emailed us, I'll admit I was a little bit like fangirl starstruck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we get to be part of a thing. I have a fan. That's yeah. my first one. <laughs> 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 but thank you, guys. It's been a blast. I was just going to say, we've joked in a previous podcast uh, about our two fans. And I think this this must be it then. Yep. <laughs> this is us. We got them on. <laughs> Got him on. So who's listening to this one? Just you guys, I guess. <laughs> All of us. Yeah, yeah, five that's people. True. It was very efficient to have both fans on at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> really cut down on the time for yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. But it was a lot of fun talking to you. And thank you so much for all the work you do in the forum. Absolutely. It's a labor of love. Yeah. Similarly, yeah. Um, thank you for picking up the the 
the Dude cast. Um, wow, I was just amazed when you guys said you would do that. And uh, it's been awesome to listen to that. I look forward to it. And just kind of like um, Tish had said, um, I kind of forgot it was there. And then all of a sudden I got the notification like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so I was excited to hear it and listen to it. And um, so thank you for doing that. And thank you for being my forum uh, niece and nephew. And I really enjoy that, too. And it's been so much fun to get to know you a little bit better. And thank you for being my foreign brother, actually. I'd forgotten to mention that. <laughs> All right. I'm guessing I'd be the older brother. Yes, a little bit. That's a okay. Little bit. Yeah. Not not too old, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do do go do go over to the podcast section on the Babylon Bee where you will find under the official podcasts, you will find We the Beeple, the Beeple's testimony, and of course the Duke cast. So do go and uh, give all of those uh, mentioned a follow, uh, subscribe to them, and then you get notification when they when the respective episodes drop. Uh, so I guess all that's to say is uh, thank you as well to everyone listening, if there is anyone listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> we really appreciate everyone that subscribes and interacts, um, and not just with the podcast, of course, but all the fun and the shenanigans we have on the forum. It's just it's just a blast, and uh, we we sometimes bemoan or grieve when changes come, like losing the B Weekly. But as we've talked about in this podcast already, you can look back and see the puzzles. Like Kurgle said, you can see the puzzles in your life moving. And maybe that's true with the B as well. You, you can see even when they make decisions you, you feel uncomfortable with at the time, you look back and you think, okay, that was for the good. And uh, there's something better coming. So as has been said before, we 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 trust our B overlords and we do not lean on our own understanding. Uh, so we look forward to all the changes that are going on at the B. And it, uh, have you guys listened to the B Weekly episode that dropped? Uh, I think it was earlier today, my time. Yeah, I watch, watched it this morning. I'm about three quarters of the way through right now. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was good to hear them again and uh, to know they're still there. Although Adam Yenza wasn't particularly enthusiastic about doing the podcast. <laughs> Where Is are we he here? ever enthusiastic? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> kind of his de facto right yeah (laughs) i'm sure that's not true then (laughs) (laughs) so i guess all that remains to say is again thanks so much guys um and uh just speak blessing over your marriage and over your children and god's protection and uh looking forward to hearing some more fun and shenanigans from from you both on the duke cast and of course interacting with you on the headline forum it's so much fun and the combo dudes and it's exciting to see that growing as well so we'll watch this space with interest and um I, you know i hope we can catch up in person too at one stage and uh we're waiting for to hear what's going to happen with another be live uh, for maybe later this year or next year we don't know yet god bless you guys and uh until uh, until we speak again all right god bless you guys good to see you thanks guys good Bye. Bonus content. <laughs> yes, I, I remember when we had children. Uh, I remember when we had children. Still have children. <laughs> 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 and especially when you, when you, and I remember people would say this to us all the time. Um, when you have little ones, people are always older. People are always saying, "Uh oh, uh oh, he's gone." Where do, oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Time for bonus content. Yep. This will be bonus <laughs> content. <laughs> prof has left the building. So what mean things can you say about Prof before he gets it back on? Where? He's back. He's been raptured. He's back, but he's not back. <laughs> huh. Oh, I see an right. arm. I see Thanks, an arm. Prof, for providing us with some bonus content there. Much appreciated. 
I'd better just hit stop and start because sometimes when he rejoins, it's um, oh yeah, it it knocks out his audio feed for the rest of the recording. Mm. Um, let's just see if it's working first. No, nope. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> and he's back. back. He's back. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the podcast again where Prof disappears. Oh, and he's back. You guys there? I... <laughs> he's gone oh. again. <laughs> it's like a jack-in-a-box. He's here yep. one minute, he's gone the next. No, I just see the little little window and the tiny writing. You have the exclamation point. Yeah. Now I look Italian. It looks like it says Kergoli. Kergoli. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>